This is Hacker Public Radio, episode 3746, from Monday the 12th of December 2022. Today's show is entitled, CPU Info. It is hosted by Klaatu, and is about 15 minutes long. It carries a clean flag. The summary is, how to get CPU info on Linux. Hey everybody, how do you get information about your CPU on Linux anyway? Well, actually there are a couple of different ways as it turns out, and I, I kind of got curious recently of all of the different ways. Can't guarantee that I've found all of the different ways, but here are some that I've run across, which some of these are you're going to know off the top of your head as well. But the first one, I guess, is maybe the most obvious, possibly. It's Uname. Uname can process a bunch of uh, different information, or, or parse a bunch of different information about really your system. And I think a lot of us use just Uname-A or Uname-AV kind of by by habit. The dash A is really dash dash all, Uname dash dash all. That prints everything that Uname has access to almost. Uh, the V is... Um, what is the V? V actually isn't anything. Oh no, it is kernel version. That's what it is. Ker- kernel version. Okay, so that's uh, uname AV, but and that gives you a lot of information. I mean, like dash dash all dash dash kernel dash version. That gives you that you're on Linux. It gives you your host name. It gives you the kernel version, whether it's an SMP kernel or not. Preempt is active or not. The date that that kernel was compiled on, and then the architecture, x86 underscore 64 in my case, and then the CPU vendor ID, AMD, Ryzen 5 5600X, and then uh, some details about that. Uh, that's not the vendor ID, is it? That's like the model or something, and the vendor ID is authentic AMD, I think. So that's a lot of information from Uname AV. So what you can also do is, according to man Uname, uh, there's the dash i or dash dash hardware dash platform. So if I do da- uh, uname dash dash hardware dash platform, then I get authentic AMD returned. There's also the dash p, which uh, dash dash processor. That's going to give you the processor type. Uname dash dash processor AMD Ryzen 5 5600X 6 core processor. That's what it says. And then finally, there's dash M or dash dash machine, which provides the um, the the architecture. So Uname space dash dash machine, in my case, returns x86 underscore 64. That's that's the architecture of that CPU. Okay, so interestingly, there's another tool called Arch, and that's also distributed within the GNU Core Utils package, and it it does exactly, I think, one thing, and that is returns the architecture of the machine you are running on. So it is exactly like uname-machine, except it's a different command called arch. So type in A-R-C-H into your terminal, hit return, and you get what architecture you're running. Again, on this current machine that I'm recording this episode on and typing stuff into a terminal on, x86 underscore 64. 
So it's uname and then arch. And then the other way that I could think of to get this kind of information, and I'm, I'm assuming I haven't actually looked at the source code of uname or arch, assuming this is where it's getting the information from, it's the virtual file system under slash proc slash CPU info. If you do a cat on that, you get all kinds of information about every single different core on your machine. So that's probably overkill. You're probably going to want to pipe it through grep for it to be very effective. But the kind of information you're getting is the vendor underscore ID. So that's authentic AMD in my case, model space name, AMD Ryzen, blah, blah, blah. So that's it for the slash proc uh, CPU info. At least I poked around in proc a little bit more and couldn't find anything directly related to it. Uh, I did find some other things that I'll get to in a moment. But first, uh, before I go into the absurd, I want to go to the more practical, which is, are the desktop applications that you might use to find out this kind of information. And this can be useful, you know, when you're when you're helping. I mean, they can be useful in general. I use KInfoCenter all the time. I love that application. But it can also be a really useful way to help someone else get the information that maybe you need in order to support them better. So um, KDE... The KDE desktop provides KInfoCenter. It is a, a system summary application. It, it pops up all the information about your system uh, with information about the kernel that you're running, uh, the hardware that you're running it on, the amount of memory that you have, uh, the energy consumption or, or available, um, whatever it's called, uh, RAM, and so on. So. It's very useful. It's kind of, I guess, a front end technically to uh, Solid, KDE Solid. So that also means that you can get CPU information. And there's a, a lot of information about that actually on, on in the devices section. But the the general overview, the quick, just like after you've launched KInfoCenter, the, the first thing that you see there is a, a system summary, and it may not immediately be obvious where that where, where the the architecture information is, but it just so happens, at least on my systems, uh, it says kernel version, and then after the kernel version, it gives you that it's a 64-bit processor or 32-bit processor. Or, or rather, it tells you whether you're running a 64-bit kernel or a 32-bit kernel. So that is there on the main screen. You can also go down to devices uh, and go down to, uh, in the left column, CPU. And that gives you a, a, a pretty good representation, I think, of, well, really most of the stuff out of slash proc, but it also, uh, it, right up at the top, it says architecture, x86, x86 underscore 64, CPU op modes, 32-bit comma 64-bit. So it tells you uh, quite a lot of information about just sort of how you're able to use that CPU. Of course, I'm, I'm just, I'm being very biased here towards like x86, not because I want to be biased by it, but that's just the computer that I'm on right now and that I've kind of poked around long enough to, to do this. The same kind of information would be available on a Pi, of course, but you're going to see um, different different sort of output. Uh, and I'll go over that in a moment as well. So then the um, the GNOME version of this information is in settings. The application is just called settings, and go down all the way to the bottom of the of the the list um, about 
on the left and uh, sort of near the bottom of, of the resulting list, you can find the uh, what they what they call is the OS type and that'll tell you whether it's 64-bit, 32-bit, whatever. So that's the GNOME version of K-InfoCenter. Now on some other architecture, I mean really all the same things apply. It's not really that different. I mean you've got a name, uname dash a for or dash dash all for all of the information about your kernel, which by default does include the architecture. So for the on this Raspberry Pi four, a arch sixty four. There it is. Uh, you could do uname dash m for just the a arch sixty four. You can do a uname dash i for a arch. 64 uname dash p for a arch 64 pretty consistent to, to be honest um arch returns a arch 64 and then of course cat cpu info gives you a lot of the information that i've already talked about including the hardware version which is listed as bcm 2835 and the model, which is listed as Raspberry Pi 4, model B Rev 1.4 in this particular instance. And and then, so I, I couldn't find any other tools really. I mean, there are, you know, there are half a dozen tools out there that'll just query slash proc slash CPU info. So just going over every one could be, get a little bit redundant. But it occurred to me that there got to be other things you could query to get this kind of information. I didn't do a whole lot of looking around. I did find some C++ boost libraries that have, well, it's the architecture uh, series, if you look in Boost. It, it has a bunch of header files in there that can, that, that provide a bunch of uh, data about what architecture it is running on. And that, that seems really, really useful. But I'm assuming, once again, if you're, if you're at the point of dropping down to writing code to try to figure out whether you're on a 32-bit or a 64-bit system, you probably don't have Boost installed. Um, it's probably not even safe to say that you have C++ installed, and yet that's what I'm going to assume. So if you do something like sla- uh, hash include left angle bracket IO stream right angle bracket, and that that just gives you C out. I mean, you could do without it. You could just you could just dump straight to standard out. But I'm just taking a shortcut and using C out. So using namespace standard semicolon and then int main parentheses parentheses curly brace C out, no, not yet. Let's do if, if parentheses size underscore max. And size underscore max is a, uh, a, you have to have C++ like uh, 11 or greater installed, but I think that's relatively, if we're saying you have C++, you you probably have a recent-ish version of C++ maybe. Uh, So size underscore max tells you the maximum value of the, uh, of a, of what a variable can hold, like what the maximum value uh, integer size of, of a variable can be. So size underscore max, that's all capitals, equals equals 0x fff fff close parentheses, curly brace, C out, uh, left, or what is it? Yeah, left angle bracket, left angle bracket, quote, I don't know, 32-bit close quote semicolon. And then you do it, close the curly brace, else space if, parentheses, size, underscore, max, equals, equals, zero, x, f, 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 close parentheses, curly brace, c out, 
left angle bracket, left angle bracket, quote, 64-bit, close quote, semicolon. And then just in case, I guess, curly brace, else, curly brace, um, and then C out, left angle bracket, length, left angle bracket, quote, I don't know, close quote, semicolon, curly, close curly brace, return zero, semicolon, and then close curly brace. And then if I do a C, a G, a G plus plus, CPU arch dot CPP is what I called this, dash O CPU arch. That seemed to compile. Uh, and then I hit return, and yeah, I get 64-bit. Uh, it's right before my prompt because I didn't put the left, you know, the backslash in, um, or, or in the L if I wanted to. Forgot that, but that's fine. So 64-bit here, uh, and then if I run that on on Raspberry Pi, of course, actually I'm not going to go to the trouble, I did it before, uh, it would return a arch 64, or, or rather, it would detect that it was 64. It, it, you know, this is just a test of literally 32-bit, 64-bit. It's not telling you the actual architecture. It's not saying whether it's an x86 or a RISC or an, um, you know, ARM or wh- whatever. I guess ARM technically is RISC, but y- you know what I'm saying. It's, it doesn't tell you the the architecture so much as it does the um, bittedness. There's probably a better, more official term for that. Uh, of the CPU. So uh, this is just a, a simple example of of querying data that maybe, you know, indicates to you the thing that you want to know if you're not able to get to the actual thing that you want to know. Just an interesting exercise, and I'll leave it up to you to think of other ways to do it, because I didn't put a whole lot of thought into this, to be honest. And like I say, lots of other languages, or I guess arguably I put too much thought into this, and this is where I am now. But I didn't, I didn't go into depth in the in like, okay, what kind of code could we write? Because obviously there are existing libraries that actually do this already a lot better anyway, so it's not that useful. It's just I think the exercise was interesting because it forced me to think around the problem and get to a solution through a a different avenue than I would have initially thought. So those are the different ways I personally can think of to get the architect, uh, the, 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 the kind of CPU that's powering the system that you are on. I don't know when that would be useful. I mean, it might be useful a lot. There are lots and lots of other different ways, I'm sure, of getting this information. Like I said, there are probably, well, there are definitely a bunch of other commands that will query slash proc slash CPU info. There are programming libraries that are aware of the hardware underneath them after you compile them. Or if they're you know, interpreted languages, then they probably already have access to that data. So there's a lot there. You could also just query the file system, you know, like look in user share or, or slash var slash something or another and see, and see if there are files there that betray, as it were, the, the architecture that, that, that things have been installed for. So that's yet another way. Think of some more ways. It's a fun exercise, actually, and also kind of useful because uh, people do need to know this kind of information. They do sometimes need to know what kind of CPU they're running. And if they've listened to this episode, then they know how to find it in a couple of different ways. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. Today's show was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hosting for HBR has been kindly provided by an 
honesthost.com, the Internet Archive and rsync.net. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License.